Ladies and gentlemen, how you doing? This your boy Johnny Vegas, host of Sleepers for Billionaires, the podcast. And I'm here to tell you that Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right away from your phone or your computer. Creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google podcasts and many more you can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership download the anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started I wanna be a billionaire. I ain't getting no sleep till I see a million every week. I wanna be a billionaire. I ain't getting no sleep till I see a billion every week. I wanna be a billionaire. Billionaire, I wanna be a billionaire. Ladies and gentlemen, how you doing? Welcome to another episode of Sleepers for Billionaires, the podcast. I am your host, Johnny Vegas. Now today, you are in for a treat. I'm sure you got a little bit of who this man is, but let me give him the proper introduction. He is one of the best radio personalities in the world, Craig. Been in the game 25 years. Ladies and gentlemen, Buck Wheat is in the building. What's up, player, player, player? Jesus. I don't know about all that stuff, but you know, I'm just... He's being modest. I'm just happy to be here doing my thing, bro. I have to see you do your thing out here in L.A. too, though, bro. Cheers, man. Thank you, man. No doubt, no doubt. Oh, man. And I'm not a billionaire yet. Yes. And I like... Like the title and everything, but I'm, I'm coming for that billionaire status. You will be. Jay-Z can do it, anybody can do it. Fuck yeah. From the bottom to the top. Yeah, <laughs> I, I love the fact that he he, he deserves it, man. Of like, course. He's been in it too much. He's been grinding so hard. Like, he deserves that. Nah, no you doubt. Know? But no I'm, doubt. I'm sure he knew he was, com- he was coming from that from the beginning. It's, it's crazy that when we found out that he was a billionaire, right? Because, mm-hmm. like, you, you, I think, like, a lot of people, when you found out that right. he was a billionaire, you yeah. automatically did, like, let me go how he started his career, like, Doing the drugs, sales, or whatever, and mm-hmm. start rapping, hanging out with B.I.G., and then you just came up in the ranking and start buying this, start your clothing line, and it's crazy, like, everything is a growth, and then one of the most important things that <laughs> somebody's made this comment, is like, so, you can buy paintings and it's worth value, and I'm thinking to myself, like, it's, it's crazy that people... And it is what it is. All about where you're from. Mm-hmm. If you don't know, you just don't know. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. But when right. you drop that and somebody like realize like y'all can buy a painting that can help hold some value, mm. some asset. Yeah. Yes. Mm. So it's like even at him at his age in the game still dropping knowledge and people are still picking it up. Yeah. Which is dope. You, you never stop learning. Yeah, I wish more artists did that in the game. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to just doing the. Happy, fun yeah. raps and stuff. Yeah. Even though that's cool too, there's a moment for that, you know. But I think education and knowledge is power, you know, it's yep. ultimate power. And it's like with these uh, new generation of children, they need to really receive that, you know, yeah. so they could be further advanced, in, in my opinion. It's gonna take time. Yeah. I mean, I think we all go through the phase when we get into the club scene and start drinking and smoking or whatever you're doing. You mm. just go through that party phase. Right. And once you go through that party phase, then you have that one person that just come out of nowhere and pops that knowledge in your ear, you kind of like, either you wake up or you don't wake up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I think Jay-Z just had those people around him and he woke up and like, yo, I need to move forward. Mm-hmm. And that's why he's a billionaire. That's what's up, man. Well, enough about Jay. Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's get the buck. All right, okay, Tay-Tay. So now, so you're originally from Texas. 
Yes, East Texas, um, little small town in between Houston and Dallas. That's what's up, you know man. What okay, what are you doing? Radio out there or you were into other things out there? Uh, no, man, just basically the background was, you know, just like, I'm not like everybody else, but like had the church bring in okay. my dad. Were you singing in the church? Oh, hell no. no. <laughs> I mean, I was in the choir okay. amongst other voices okay. <laughs> where you okay. couldn't hear my you voice. Were you were the bass or you was high? You know, I, 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 I was in between. Okay. <laughs> Once again, uh, I blended in with the other good voices. Okay, so, you yeah. know, when you have all those other oh, good so voices. Oh, so you were the mind. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I was singing it very well, too, and acting it out. <laughs> But my, uh, my dad and his brother and sister had a gospel group, so <clears throat> basically grew up around that, going to church. I played the drums, mm. so I, that was something I wanted to learn, and when I wanted to stop doing it, yeah. my uncles and my dad kept pushing me, like, uh-uh, you coming to church with us, or you going to this gospel event, you playing the drums. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I'm glad yeah. they continued to doing that for me, so. That's cool. Yeah, man, so just, just the gospel uh, bringing up, and then I moved to Dallas when I graduated. Stayed in Dallas for like four years, mm -hmm. and then my cousin lost my job. I was at my mom and dad's house. What were you doing like for work at the time? Oh man, you know that you know that that temp service. Oh okay, you know, yeah, that temp yeah, service. Yeah, I was like hopping around. That manpower. Oh bro, <laughs> yes. Snelly was the company that I was working for in Dallas back right then. Bro, I was like, you know, you work here for about a couple of weeks, and then one job will last you a couple months. <clears throat> mm -hmm. But you know, as usual, I did something stupid, got fired. It'd be like that. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, that, that reminds me. I was working at the AFS. I don't know if you remember AFS, Academic Financial Services. I do. I do. Yeah, I was. I did something stupid myself. I actually, uh, it, it's like I was partying too hard, and then I would work sometimes. But I let the partying get into the work. I actually snuck a bottle to work, <laughs> and when I fucked up, I was sharing it with everybody. And then for some reason, it got to the manager, and then you know, it's I was like, right. yeah, it was alright. Pick up your check. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I think everybody have that that experience where you get fired from a job, and yeah, sometimes it, it plays out for people, and sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, they got it did for me. You know. You know heavy lyrics, right? Yeah. Yeah. So me and him were working together. Like he was one of the. He actually had a job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm, I couldn't help I said it. it. I, 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 I couldn't it. help it. That's my dog. I love the job. I, I, it was an easy one right there. Yeah, but no, he was working with me that day. Right. Actually, me and him went to go get the bottle. That day that that happened, that we got fired. So wow. if you bring up that story to him, he'll just start rolling. I, I will when I get back to town. Yeah. I'm gonna have to share that with him. That's crazy. So what were you? So what was just some of your like dreams <clears throat> like before you you even came to Tampa? You were still in Dallas or whatever. <sighs> what did Buck want to be as a young Buck? <laughs> you, this is gonna be crazy. Literally, I thought that I would just have a nine to five job. What the fuck? Bro, I'm gonna tell you what something. Kind of dream is that? That's whack. No, but that, that is that. I'm not even gonna lie, cause. You gotta think, <clears throat> it was either be at home and get a nine to five, because I think the community is very small. Okay. So you don't have like the mad jobs that you have here in LA or in Tampa or in mm -hmm. bigger city, small community. So you have like your, your fast food and your mm -hmm. restaurant jobs or like labor work. And I did not want to do no damn labor work. Right. So you wasn't really a dreamer. You was more like, all right, look, I, I gotta figure it out. Even at yeah, as that, bro, I was, listen, let me tell you something. Yeah. When I say, I'm a go with the flow. Even people now like, why do you always just seem like so relaxed and you just go with the flow? Because that's just been the, that my mood. I get it. You know what I'm saying? And it hasn't failed me throughout my travels. And if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So I don't get so tight up. Or if there's a deadline, I'll meet the deadline. But right. for the most part, like, <clears throat> yo, what needs to get done? I right, could. Cool, we'll get it done. Mm -hmm. Like, 
I know that it needs to be done. Yeah. Because there's other people that need to do their job. Right. So I gotta make sure I do my part. Right. So it's funny, so when I lost my job in Dallas, went home, I was literally at my mom at the house for like a week. My cousin calls me up. She's like, Hey listen, you know your cousin has a barbecue spot in Tampa, Jazzy's barbecue. Go mm, check that yeah. out. Ooh, you know what I'm saying? On waters, right? Waters there in, it uh, is. Which one? Let me see what I remember. Waters in Hesp it's not Hesperides. Is it Hesperides? Oh, it's Hesperides. Hesperides. What's that? It's a street. Oh, I don't know the street. No, I know okay. it's listen, veterans and waters. Gotcha. That, those veterans waters. and waters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh so um, Shit, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> what's that for these? I don't go that far. Oh, God, God. <laughs> but I think that's the old location. I yeah. think, I think. But uh, she called me up. She was like, hey, because we want to kind of keep it in the family. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay. I didn't have nothing. I didn't want to stay home with my mom and dad. So right. I'm like, me moving to Tampa, Florida? Well, let's go. Uh, yeah, why not? My uncle gave me a truck. And we jetted out. Mm. She came back. I stayed. And I'm here. That's what's up, man. And so when you touch down, like... Did you know you were going to get into radio? Or you Were you <clears throat> like still work in the workforce? Nah. Um, well, the one thing before I left Dallas, I was actually was trying to get into radio. Okay. Uh, Skip Cheatham, I think that was his name back in Dallas at K104. Mm-hmm. I met him a couple of times. And then I met some other people. You were trying to get in as a personality. No, I was trying to get in as on street level, like entry level. So okay. On street team. Okay. Um, so literally, the day that I was about to go fill out an application... I had lost my job, and I was mm-hmm. like, this is not going to work. Right. So common sense kind of kicked in, so I just moved back home, mm-hmm. moved here, met up with a chick named Red Dawn. She was uh, DJing. I met her at a club at Sess. Okay. And, uh, wow. Yeah. Uh, club at Sess. That brought back so much. <laughs> yeah. So she was, uh, I was talking about how, like, the colleges and the radio station always kind of, like, clicked up, but they kind of, like, work with each other. Mm. And at that time, it, to me, it didn't seem like that in Tampa. So I was like, yo, what's up with this? Like, let's do a cookout or something. Yeah. She was like, well, just go talk to the radio station. I'm like, yeah, fuck it, let me go try it. Not. Yeah. You know, next thing I knew, ran a special ed and busted nuts. They was like, oh, we like your vibe. Come to the station. He was getting ready to leave to go do an internship and TV. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yo, come fill out and try to be a part of the Wild Bunch. Because the station had just started a few months what before. What year is this? This is 99, 1999. Okay. Wow, I was still in New York. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, 1999. But station started, going up a memory right now. Okay. Started at summer 98. Okay. Summer 98 or summer 99. I want to say summer 98. Okay. So, we walked into the studio. Big Mama on the Wild Bunch. She was uh, the jock then. Yeah. I had hair. Yeah. I don't have it now, but... It's all the, good, There man. was hair. The, the, the suits you, man. Yeah, you know, some people want to call me stymie sometimes because I kind of like flipped it over yeah. and the little rascals. <laughs> but when I had hair, I walked into the studio, he looked at me, he chuckled, he was like, I'm calling you Buckley. Mm. And I've been called Buckley all my life. Really? Yeah. Okay. I, when I had hair, my aunt just called me Charlamagne, hey, Paulina. I'm like, yo, you're Buckley. Yeah. Like, so it wasn't nothing new. Right, right. I was already used to it. He was like, how did you know? <laughs> <laughs> really, though. Really, though. So. No, that's what it is, man. Okay. So, uh, well, that's cool that you got into the radio. And so, when you so you joined the team, and then were there any trial and error during that phase, or were you trying to just were natural at it and it just started popping up? Um, definitely trial and error. Okay. Um, Tell me some stories, man. I, I'll give you one story. Mm-hmm. And not to like get really deep with the situation. No, absolutely. Um, no, no, it's nothing. I'm, I'm, a, I'm an open book. Okay. Um, so, I'm going to give you. I've been fired three times from a while. From the same station? From the same station. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. 
I don't know if he's no, no, it's funny because it's funny because you still work there. Exactly. Like, if you exactly. didn't work there, I'd be like, damn, bro, <laughs> what you about to do with him? <laughs> it is crazy because like when I tell people that, they're like, how do you get fired three times from the same station and mm. still have a job there? I'm just gonna say I'm blessed. Right. <laughs> Super blessed. Uh, but the first time I got fired, that's the story I'm gonna give you guys. It was Guava Wing or Gasper, I think it was Guava Wing. Mm. And at this point, I was on the street team, and I was learning how to board out for the nightclub that night. Board out? Uh, that means like running the board, pushing the buttons back at the station. Got it. When there's a lot of broadcast going on at a club or at a retail store, something like that. Okay, so when you hear somebody on the radio station, like, oh, we're here yeah. with Metro PCS. There you go. go and you're pressing the button. Exactly. Got Make it. sure the car runs and commercial plays and the music plays and all that stuff. Mm. So I think it was my first, my second or third time. Yeah. So what ended up happening was I didn't have a car. Okay. As usual. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Other struggles. Right, right, right. Uh, so I was with my homeboy and we was drunk. Mm -hmm. Couldn't find his butt. So typical day. Exactly, mm -hmm. dude. You know when you get caught up in the festivities of a, a parade event and it's all day, you just yeah, you just lose yourself. Right, right, right. And I lost myself. Mm -hmm. So. I couldn't find him, so I'm like, dang, I can't get back to the station. Like, that was my ride. Yeah. So, of course, I didn't call nobody let them know what was going on. No call. And no then by the time I did call somebody, it was already after the fact. So, I got fired. Oh, man. This you is know, the first time? That was the first time. Okay. But you got to think, this is my first time actually running the board, too. Like, I literally, this was either my first, second, or third time. One of the three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't remember. I want to say the second time. But it's like... Bro, we just hired you to do this and you already felt, already messed up. Yeah, yeah, you have one job. Exactly. <laughs> All you gotta do is come in for two hours, push buttons, and then leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I got partying and then just... Oh, so that's fire situation number one. Right, right, right. <laughs> but I mean, they, so, so do you, they obviously took a liking into you to hire you back. Yeah, man. I mean, that, there was a point where... Uh, another time where I got fired where like a lot of the guys in the office mm. literally uh, went to the... Um, the program director and the office manager was like, yo, this is a good kid, like, got, yeah, exactly, yeah. so when I got that story a few times, I, I'm already a humble, I, I want to consider myself a humble person, mm -hmm. but when you have people that you don't know that go back for you, it just like puts you on that next like humble level because it's like, y'all don't know me, Yeah, you just know me from hanging out, having conversations like we are right now, and yeah. It's a blessing, dude. Like, I'm happy. I'm here. Hey, yeah. So, you blessed, bro. Yeah, bro. So, I try to make sure I throw those blessings out in every direction whenever I get a chance. Do you ever see yourself having, like, your own radio station, possibly? Or do you want to kind of grow the wild brand? <clears throat> um, and you know what? As At this point now, I got something that I'm working on. We'll talk about that later. Mm -hmm. um, but back then, it, when, you got hired, when I got hired on at the radio station, it was more like... Going to the concerts for free, going to the clubs for free. I'm a young man at that point, you know, meeting chicks, mm -hmm. doing whatever, whatever, and just vibing with that and meeting artists. So the ambition there was just like the moment. Yeah. Now I've outgrown that moment, and now it's like I want more. Mm -hmm. So, like, the more I got into it, it's like the more I want, mm -hmm. and the more I take it even more serious now. So, the where I'm at now is like, and with the, the socials, the way the social is right now, it's like, yo, the world is yours. Right. You just got to go do it. There you go. You know what I'm saying? You can only talk about it and wish you want to do this. You just got to go get it. You just got to go do it. Okay. 
So explain to me how the radio program works when it comes to like what records they spin. Like, is it like politics where it's based on <clears throat> the top hundred at Billboard or which one has the highest listens or whatever? Like, right. explain it that to me. I think the radio game has changed a lot. I mean, compared to what it was 10 years, 20 years ago, even five years. Mm -hmm. But I mean, a lot of radio stations at this present moment use data on what's the most popular song. Of mm -hmm. course, that's common sense. Right. So you go with that. And then you use that, and then you kind of like use the DJs and try to see what's vibing in the clubs and in the streets. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's a vibe thing. I think some things are manipulated a little bit. Depends on who radio station. Mm -hmm. um, and there might be some favoritism to a certain, you know, artist. Mm -hmm. Depends on label. There's a little bit of politics. Yeah, At yeah, the end yeah. of the day, there's politics in everything. Right. Everything. Mm. But it depends on how you go about using it. Mm. But at the end of the day, it's all about the most popular song. So, if you're not, if you're a radio station not playing Cardi B or the City Girls at this present moment yeah, or the Baby, is that yeah. like these are songs are making people move? Right. Uh, even Little Nas X with O.J. Row, like mm -hmm. people enjoy the music. So those songs are the reason why they get played almost every hour because it's such a popular song and. The radio station don't want you to miss it. Right, <laughs> they want you to. But the other radio stations playing it. So, it, it's, it's a little bit of both. Politics, um, but, like, popularity. Have you ever had, like, any... Is there, is there such thing as, like, beef between radio stations? You know, Oh, like, hell yeah. Yeah, because sometimes, like, I listen to one station, right? And they're playing Little Nas X. As soon as I change... Like, this song's about to... And I change it. The next radio station that's in a similar genre is about to play. Right. I was playing it also. And I'm like... I wonder if they're like doing intern, like what are they playing? Okay, let's play this now, let's play this now. You know, so how does that, how does that beef? <laughs> what is happening? It's, it's not even beef, as honestly, I just saw somebody post Facebook back in Tampa. Yeah. How uh, two radio stations were playing the same song at the same time, and it was uh, talked by uh, Khalid. Mm -hmm. And then my station ended up playing it right after the both station played it. So honestly, these situations are very coincidental. Mm -hmm. It's not politics, it's just timing. And it happens more than you realize. But right. when the song... Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear that politically. It is, though. No, it's, it's crazy. Because I'm sitting, I've been in my car, dude, like, at 5 o'clock or whatever time it is. And I'm listening, like, I'm jumping around. If there's a song I'm tired of, I'm like, dang, this station just played this song. And then the other station is... And then I'm already here. Yeah. Literally, you have um, uh, the real... And then Power 106, mm -hmm. and both stations playing CD Girls at the same time. And I'm like, well, I guess this doesn't happen in Tampa. Right, it happens right. everywhere. It's, it's just, when it's a popular song, they play like every hour, 15 minutes, and it depends. It's just coincidental, yeah. dude. Which is crazy. Yeah. People think it's bu bu bullshit, but it's yeah. not. <laughs> I'm telling you. It's like, when you it's like when you're in a relationship... And you're trying to cheat, but you keep getting caught. Yeah. And you be like, how do I keep getting caught? It's just coincidental. You right. keep doing stupid shit all the goddamn time. Insanity. Oh, bro. <laughs> what? What? Oh, man. That's crazy, <laughs> man. Speaking, speaking of, of, of relationships, you know, I see you're in a relationship now, right? No. No? Oh, not anymore. Okay, nah, bro. bro. You, know, you know that relationship. Uh, we broke up. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. I thought it was cool. Maybe. And it, I thought it was cool because it was like y'all were both in the same field. Right. You know, so I just thought, you know, maybe y'all could work easy together. I don't know. Um, no, we did work very, no, we worked great together. I'm not going to just that. Um, just, 
I think I one person is more open minded than the other person. Mm -hmm. um, one person wanted more. You always have those situations. So um, I've always been <clears throat> the one thing that my uncles and things I've learned around my family members like you have to be a man to stand on your own two feet. Correct. Um, no chick or woman want to date a man that don't have a car or a house. Right. That's just old school vibes Same. that I've yeah. got. So there was a point in my life where I didn't have those. So right. now that I do now, and now that I have that, but now I have my mom to take her uh, back home because my dad passed away. Sorry to hear I have that. my daughter I got to take care of that's in Minnesota. So it's like work, family, daughter, right. and then girlfriend. Right. It's hard to balance. Yeah, it's a balance, and I've talked to like some of my status friends about it. It's like they tell me all the time it's it's hard. Yeah, man, time it's time management, but it's like you know when someone requires a lot of time that right. doesn't have the same responsibilities you have, right. then you know they tend not to be as understanding. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Then they get lonely, but it's really a communication thing. But then they y'all got to be on the same level. Exactly, and that's funny you say that. It's mm -hmm. all about communicating. Now I I, I no, I'm not good at it. I'm better now, mm -hmm. <clears throat> but um, but those are things that I've learned, you know, also, and I got better with communicating with her mm -hmm. than I used to be, mm -hmm. so that's one thing that I, I can take away from that relationship, is like I communicate better. Okay. Yeah. Relationship, business, all that, because if you don't, bruh, mm. things can go sideways so quickly if you do not communicate. Right. Like, I think that's the most important thing in any business yeah, yeah. relationship. Family, mm. all that. If you're spiritual, communicate with your God. Right, right, right. Oh, yeah, you better. For real. Oh, that's the other ones coming for you. <laughs> you're them demons, boy. You don't want that. <laughs> the devil is alive. Oh, my God. Oh, Lord. Okay. So now, I know being in the radio station, you get bombarded. Yeah. Uh, you already know where I'm going with this. You, you get bombarded with a lot of, you know, mixtapes. So listen yeah. to my song, play my song. How much can I pay you? Ah, ah. How, how do you, like, kind of deal with that as opposed, I mean, you know, on some, like, choosing the artists that you would like to hear on the radio or giving them opportunity versus the ones that you're like, yeah, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? So how do you kind of, like, filter that out? Easy. No. <laughs> nah. He ain't lying, man. I remember I had given my <laughs> one time and he looked at it. And he was like, what's this? <laughs> and I'm like, nah. what's my mixtape? Nah, listen. Right. We were in the club, I get it. Right, and I was like, right. nah. And he gave it back to me. I, I appreciate that rather than somebody just playing frisbee with my shit or just <laughs> leaving it somewhere and I find it later. Like, he gave it back. So I respect that, you know what I'm saying? But anyway, it's, it's like, tell me how, how, more, how uh, you know, you continue to shit on people. Oh. <laughs> I can't stand your last right now. <laughs> Jesus. No, bro, like, I watch you uh, a lot of artists in the city and even outside the city and the one thing i've learned is the people around the artists sometimes are not truthful what do you mean but they don't keep it real as in like bruh like your cd this is not the right timing and sometimes people just don't know mm. they just don't know so basically rule number one and i've learned this from conversations and i use this for myself if you're an artist trying to get your music played at the radio station it's not gonna happen okay. unless it's like a college format station or, you know, a, a lower watt type of station where they can get away with some stuff. And even then, they can't get away with that stuff. Mm. But the point is, it's like, get it to the club DJs. Introduce yourself. It's easy. Introduce yourself. Um, book we on the artists in the game. 
hey, can I get you a drink? Here's my music. Have that nonchalant conversation. Keep it short. Hey, I catch you next time. You know what I'm saying? A weekend later, hey, bro, I met you last week. Just want to let you know. Da, 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 da. Yeah. It's just like you're talking to a chick. Like, you got to take your time mm. and build that, 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 that foundation, that yeah. relationship, so you can move forward. And then the person don't have an ego, and a lot of DJs have egos out there. Let's keep it real. Mm-hmm. If they want to give you that chance, they'll give you that chance. If they don't, they don't. Yeah, you can't force them. I mean, well, you can force you somebody, can. but you might end up going to jail or something. Exactly. <laughs> well, in the club scene, I mean, you're a DJ in the club, so they can do whatever they want to do. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know, so when it comes to radio, you can't do that stuff because it's pay your luck. Right. It's not good for nobody at the end of the road. At the end of the road. Mm. But, I, like, at the club, like, people are going to slip the DJ's money. Do they do it? Yeah, let's keep it real. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Is that going to get your song played in the club? Probably. Depends where you're at. But if there's a DJ who has a hot party scene, he's not going to play your song just because you gave him a $100 bill mm-hmm. when he's never heard that song before. Right. And if a DJ does that, you a whack DJ. Right, right, right. Because yeah. I'm not going to play something I've never heard to stop and kill the vibe of the club. Right. Because you're like, oh, my song's the shit. Oh, this is hot. Yeah. Everybody's loving it. Who is everybody? Who right. is they? Yeah, right. People <laughs> in your house? Exactly. <laughs> you walking in by yourself. Yeah, you ain't yeah, got no yeah. underage, no I don't know who you are. Right, right, right. So it's it's time in broad place and um I've gotten better. Um, but I tell people like I mean with social, I just DM me. Mm-hmm. Um and I do listen for the most part. Like I'll I'll take the time out and I'll like, y'all and I'll give you feedback now. Mm-hmm. Because if you're asking me, I'm gonna let you know if I like it or not. Once again it's my opinion. Right. And if you care for it, cool if you don't. You ask, I gave. Right. Well, that's that's cool, man. At least you're taking the time out to at least give the artist some type of feedback, you know, as opposed to nothing, you know, because, uh, yeah, I, I think feedback is good, man, and I think that, uh, I think constructive criticism yes. is good, because some people will be like, oh, yeah, it's cool, and then that's it, and then to, to the, a small-minded person, they'll be like, yo, I got a hit, right. like, Buckley said, it's cool, you know, and it's like, nah, like, you know, if you need to fix this, get it mixed and mastered, maybe change this up a little bit, then you probably might have something, but right now, it's like, yeah, you know. Exactly, exactly, bro, and that's exactly what it is, like, there's some artists now that I gave some feedback on, I was like, it's missing something, Yeah. I maybe an 808, or maybe a harder B-line, or maybe you need to bring this down, or throw in the flute, I don't know, but, mm-hmm. like, it's missing something from being next level yeah and honestly sometimes maybe it's like you 10% for that that's, that's, that's producing right there I, I know but like if you blow up just don't forget about it right you know what I'm saying I, I don't, it's not about the kickback it's like I want you to win right because somebody put me on a win so mm. me giving you free knowledge win right when you ain't got to pay me back. Take just, it and run with hey, it. Hey, if I'm in the club, like, look, here's a drink. Thank you. Hey, that's all <laughs> I need. <Yeah. laughs> Give me my lacquer, dog. <laughs> right, right, right. So tell me, what do you think needs to happen in the Tampa music scene just to get that, that light shining on Tampa? You know? <clears throat> there's a lot of talent out there, you know, and the, but I just feel like, you know, there's also a lot of egos, and but it's such like a... Um, um, not major, but I don't want to say minor to kind of downplay, but basically it's not a lot of major shit that happens in Tampa. Right. And I feel like something's missing in Tampa that just needs to blow it up and put the shine on it. What do you think that could be? Um, I'm going to say this. Tampa is major. Okay. Because um, I, I, like, I believe every city, um, people are like, oh, but we don't have this. We don't got this. And we do have it. And it's gotten... Fucking better. It definitely has. Like, definitely the quality has. of music, I mean, has gotten better. And then some of the people that used to do that same music have gotten better at what they're doing. Right. Uh, Juke City. 
Yeah, I mean, hit it with it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I think at this present think, moment, before you continue, do you think Juke will ever expand beyond Tampa? I would say no. Mm, why? Um, I can't put my finger on it because at one point it was. The shit. Yeah, like 04. Yeah. That's when I first got there. Exactly. Like, hey, what's this? They looking. Yeah. Okay. You know Shout what I'm saying? Yeah, no doubt Tampa Tony. Yo, Cristal and all those cats. Yeah. I mean, and they're still doing that, but it's still right there in Tampa. Mm. Um, is it possible? Yes. I just don't foresee it right now. Because I mm. think the moment was 2004. You know what I'm saying? Can it happen? Anything is possible. Let me first say that. Mm. Anything is possible. But the way music is moving right now, I mean, think about it. You got Little Nas X. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you got um, the other song I can't think of right now, top of my head, from uh, Hamilton. See, I made another uh-huh. two step country song, yeah, Black yeah. Dude. Okay. Uh, but, like, when you start tapping into that, it's like everything's already moving forward. Right, right, right. So that means Juke that was here, now we got to bring it forward to 2019, going into 2020. Mm-hmm. Is it possible? Yeah, but. People are moving forward and people are, pop music is not pop anymore, country mm-hmm. is not country anymore, hip hop is not hip hop anymore, EDM music is not EDM music anymore. Mm-hmm. They're all meshing and blending together, so then that's already the music scene. Mm-hmm. Jug is just in town. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think yeah, it's going to take that, that one artist to get that opportunity. Like, honestly, when it comes to Jug, I, def- I kind of, I really believe in, like, Kristoff. Like, because he got that, he reminds me of Luke. When Luke yeah. is popping, you right. know what I'm saying? So I, I think that's that lane that can work for him. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So, but I mean, we'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. see. If there's anybody who's going to be able to pull it off, I'm, I'm going to agree with you, Kristoff. Because yeah. he's the one who's still, and he's actually venturing out into other stuff. He has a uh, reggae song that he just dropped recently. Mm-hmm. And is getting some vibes back from it. So it's like, he knows that I, like, I need to tap into other stuff. So that's the reason why I said I don't see the juggle moving forward because those artists like Crystal are moving forward. Mm, got you. So, so they're kind of leaving that sound. Exactly. Like, I mean, they'll always have it. They have an album on EPO Mixtape. They'll have a song or two, but like, I still need to vibe out to the Caribbean vibe or I need to do like a, a, a cool pop record if that's something that you want to do. So people always going to move forward. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So back to, you know, Tampa being a major city right. and having something to really shine the light on Tampa. Um... I mean, you know, you got Tom G, you got Famous Kid Bread. I mean, even Heavy Lyrics is doing his thing right mm-hmm. now. Um, I think everybody is working. Um, Tom G is doing something real dope with Cole and Dre. Yeah, I saw um, that. You Congrats, know, Tom G. No doubt. And Brick is doing his thing right now. Rock Nation. Rock Nation. Is bleak and all that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think those are small chips that's going to lead to bigger chips. Mm-hmm. Um, but once again, it's timing. Yeah. They have the status, the clout. It's the crazy part is just one song. Everybody's one song away yeah. from just. Yeah. I mean, getting out of here. Exactly. I was just did an interview with Tom uh, with uh, Johnny Gill. Yeah, I saw and, that. And uh, you know, and I this is what I said. I said Johnny Gill, you know we got to take it to Tampa. The following words was Tom G. Mm. So you got to think me living in Tampa right now. That's my spot. Right, that's where I live at now. For him to say, for me to say Tampa and him to say Tom G, yeah, and yeah. we're talking about Jenny Gill from New Edition, right, right. Mr. Mom, Mom, yeah, Bob, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. like, what? Right, 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 so right. it's like, 
People, Tom G is putting on for the city right now. That's definitely you it. Know what I'm I think he's like the godfather of Tampa. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And there's so many, many other artists like crazy back in the day. Mm-hmm. All the Naka Fool, like, yeah. everybody had their moment. Naka Fool out here. Yeah. yeah you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just crazy, like, with uh, Hater Blockers. Like, yeah. that was actually in a movie. Mm-hmm. I remember that. And it's. I don't know. It's just really hard to put your finger because like everybody was right there. Yeah, even that I ain't even supposed to be in. Exactly. I was like, most wanted. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So like everybody's there. It's just like it's not. It's like water. It's not tilting over yeah, over the yeah, cup yeah. yet. I don't know why. I don't know why. But I'm working on something right now. Um, yeah, yeah, that's what I was gonna say because I'm thinking it may not even be an artist. It might have to be like an event. Something to spend the shine the light on Tampa. You got something. You yeah. you, you cooking up with with H. And yeah. Who else you got? I literally bruh, just me and H. Okay. You know uh, okay. H has been doing this thing with the cipher um, for a while wow. now yeah. on Wednesday nights. I think his anniversary is coming up, and I want to say it ten years. Yeah. Okay. I might be off a couple of years, but I think it's somewhere around like about that. that. Yeah. Uh-huh. But uh, congrats, H. No, no, no. That's my dog right there, and I chose him because we both have the same vision, mm-hmm. and. We both stand by what we say, and he's someone. He's someone who I can trust. Right. You so, what, what is this vision that you guys share? Uh, it's, it's very simple, bro. Like living in Tampa, been in the music scene all my life from gospel to hip hop. Um, I went to South by Southwest with Boulet Cab mm-hmm. a couple of years ago, and uh, and I knew about the, the the event. So when I finally went, I'm like, yo, this is dope. Mm-hmm. Then I went back to Tampa, and I was like, why can't we do this in Tampa? Exactly. Like, I'm looking at how they formatted the situation out in Austin. I'm like, E-Board is set up the same way. Exactly. So, and then you have uh, Central and St. Pete. Like, all we need is one street and then branch off. Mm-hmm. So, I like, so I marinated on this ideal dude for a minute. So, it was me, H, and Shizm. Shizm. <laughs> yeah, that's the first DJ to ever play my song on the radio. In really? Mm-hmm. That's what's up. We played I'm Getting Paid featuring uh, mm. Lux. And uh, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Shizm, for that. <laughs> he played my song in the club that same night. So that that's was Whiskey North for my birthday. So that was cool. I'll never forget it, brother. And he's still breaking music. So like he's one of the DJs of many that's still breaking music. But we was just all having a conversation. It was like, yo, man, we need to, and literally just like this, mm-hmm. how can we just get Tampa artists a little bit more exposure? Like, mm-hmm. we need to figure something out. So, not just the artists, just Tampa. Man. Yeah. 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 So, we was at some spot in Ebor City, and uh, I was telling Shizm, went to go make a phone call. H had shared his vision, and then I came back in. He looked at me like, you ain't gonna believe this shit. Y'all both have the same vision. I was like, huh? So, we literally was like, Yep, this is the same vision. So it was like, it was meant to be. Right. So uh, it's called Loud on 7th. Mm-hmm. Second weekend in September, uh, 7th and 12th to the 15th. Uh, we're going to focus on basically, uh, it's a baby version of South by Southwest. Showcase, uh, a few panels, record label dues. Um, we got some keynote speakers coming through. Uh, and people who've been through the struggles of the music game, like you need to hear their struggles so you can understand it's not an easy game. Right. Um, and I think everybody thinks with social media, like, oh, I can just put a song out. This is true. You can get a lot of views on SoundCloud. You can get a lot of views on YouTube. But the thing is, you get that one thing, what's the next move? Exactly. Some of you guys don't have that second song. Mm-hmm. So you can go ahead and have that 25 million views mm-hmm. and live that moment. Yeah. But it's a moment. Right. How you live the rest of your life 
and take that moment for the rest of your life? That's the question. I just think people are so uh, consumed with social media in regards to using it to blow up because you have like labels, exec, or um, even people in higher power that try to find talent looking at the numbers, so it's analytical. So they're like, like for example, with the acting stuff, I lost the scene to Marcus Houston because he was the bigger name. You know, out of all the people that auditioned, I had it, you know, but then when Marcus Houston, when they called Marcus Houston, they was like, okay, he's the bigger name, let's right. do it. And it makes sense because he has more followers, people know him more, he's going to sell, help sell the show more than I am. That's right. You know, so I mean, I'm proud of myself that I lost to Marcus Houston rather than Joe Smoke. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. still, the, the, what I think is, you know, artists are so consumed with getting followers and putting things on social media because they assume that the people that are given the chances and opportunities are solely looking at the numbers. So they feel like, okay, well, if I got these numbers, then people might see me right or somebody might be like okay well let's get him you know what do you think about that <sighs> it's, I mean on the business side of it is go with the name um, and sometimes you don't have to go with the name like mm -hmm. so, this is one thing I've always learned it's not about what you know so you know that's definitely the and business that's idea. Exactly. And it's everywhere. It's not just here in LA. It's everywhere. If your name got more, it's gonna bring more attention to a song or a movie. Makes more that name. Mm -hmm. It sucks. Do not get discouraged. Yeah, it sucks. But like, you know what? If you know you got that part, that means there's other parts out there for you. Mm -hmm. Or there's a future song that you're gonna be on with a bigger name and it's gonna be a blessing in the long run. Don't try to change yourself. Right. At all. Like the blessing's coming. Yeah. It might not be now, but it's coming. Yeah. God is going to bless you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, man. I, I mean, look at you. I, yeah. I mean, you literally just said, fuck it, let's go to L.A. Yeah. And look at you now. Thank God for that. You know what I'm saying? So, Thank God is good, brother. Nah, I love it. So, yeah, Loud on 7. So, as far as Loud on 7, is this like a one-day thing or a weekend thing? I think it should be a weekend thing. It's a weekend thing. Okay. Uh, Thursday through Sunday. Um, okay. We're working on... Like I said, we're not dealing with big names, but we want to deal with names that people recognize mm -hmm. um, from the socials because yeah. it's the it thing right now. Let's yeah, keep it real. Yeah. And then some people that just have that buzz. Right. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And I think, like, as far as I'm speaking on Tampa, uh, St. Pete, Clearwater area, and even Orlando, like, I think people still hit me up now. Hey, bro, can I give you some money to play my song on the radio? I'm thinking that's so fucking 1988. Exactly. Like, like it doesn't that. work like that yeah. no more. Like, I don't, like, why would you say that? Right, right, right. Like, I'm not going to lose my job. Exactly. Over $100. Right, right. <laughs> now, maybe a million dollars. Nah, nah, yeah. Because they're not going to invest in other stuff. <laughs> you know, some technology. Right, right, right. But, right. no, it's crazy that I still get hit up about, yo, how can, can I pay you to get my song on the radio? I'm like, so it's like, mm. People still need to talk. The basics. Yeah. It's always the basics. Keep yeah. it simple. Right. You know what I'm saying? Network. Build a relationship. This table has a foundation. You right. gotta have that. Right. In your mind, your body, and soul. You gotta have a foundation in everything, bro. Because if you have a crack in it, that means damage in mm -hmm. the long run. Right. So, yeah. So stop that shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I agree, man. That's what's up, man. So, do you, is this is this a, a career you can retire from? Like, do you plan to retire from? Um, maybe, maybe. Um, there's a lot of opportunities. Yeah, because Howard Stern, he's been in it for forever. Yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying? I was just talking to uh, Greg Street shortly. Yeah. Uh, 
this past weekend at the BT Awards, mm-hmm. and he kind of gave me an insight and knowledge as like how long he's been in the radio, and to watch the love that he got not just from like the older artists but even the new cats coming in. Mm-hmm. So I try to tell people as long as you're still relatable to your audience, you can do radio for as long as you want to. Right. As long as you're. Are they still listening? Exactly, bro. Like, and I've seen some people age themselves out of the radio game because. You can't say, "Oh man, this club is lit." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you look at your, you look at that person like that doesn't sound right coming out of your mouth. Like, right, right, right. You're you're not the cool one anymore. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. still cool, but you're not cool to say that. So like, know who you are. Don't try to fit in. If you if, if lit don't look right coming off your lips, <laughs> don't say it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and that's with any word, by the way, any word. Right. right. But I've seen some older people say, "I'm like." No, mm. stay in your lane. Damn. And that's in radio. Mm. That's the radio. So it is what it is, bro. Like, I wish everybody nothing but the best at the end of the day. But, like, in the music game and in the entertainment field, there's more than one hat. Yeah. You can do multiple hats. So mm-hmm. radio is going to be the one for right now. Uh, doing Loud on Seven is going to be my other one. Um, there's a couple other things that I, events that I'm going to be working on in two, uh, 2020. Mm hmm. Um, I started my foundation. Um, no, it's a non-profit? Yeah, it's a non-profit, uh, dealing with sickle cells, trying, okay. trying to educate people and help families out. Because my sister, my uncle passed away from it. I don't know, a long time ago, bro. And my sister uh, has it where she, well, my uncle passed away where he had to have a blood transfusion mm-hmm. once a month, mm-hmm. but not every other month. Yeah. So, see my sister go through the pain and agony, dude, it's like, and I saw something on Facebook where a young lady in Polk County was live on Facebook, mm-hmm. yo, and she was in pain, and she went to the hospital, and they didn't know how to treat it, mm-hmm. and it's crazy that a lot of doctors don't know how to treat sickle cells, or yeah, don't crazy. know the level of the crisis that that person is going through, mm-hmm. so what I want to do is, it's kind of like bring more awareness to it, mm-hmm. um, and, and educate you know doctors in the country, small town hospitals, because that's where it's... That, more of the victims or patients, my bad, yeah. uh, will go through the pain because they don't know how. So you don't need to go to Dallas or Houston or go to Miami mm-hmm. or Tampa mm-hmm. to get the help that you need. And the stuff is expensive. Yeah. Bruh, like the medicine ain't no joke. I, that's what I wanted to get into because even like looking at the doctor survey situation, you know, the documentary yeah. that Nipsey was going to do, how he helped cure some um, some individuals of AIDS and stuff like that. It was all through like natural remedies and stuff like that. So I think like even for uh, a crisis like sickle cell, right. you know, it may be some natural um, healing uh, remedies available, but just not here. Like maybe in Africa, or something right. like that. Have you ever have you thought about doing that research, or have you? Um, I haven't. Um, I mean, there'll be stuff like I'm still. I, I still learn stuff every day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When I take the time out and educate myself, I like every once in a while I like, sit down, jump on a laptop, I'm like, let me just do some research. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Um, I, I personally think um, spiritually you can heal yourself, mm-hmm. but you got to be mentally there. Right. And of course, you got to eat right and exercise, all that, that, all that good stuff. stuff. Yeah. Uh, but it's just taking the time out and taking care of yourself mm-hmm. all the way around. Yeah. And that's where I'm at right now. It's like, I'm at an age where I need to take care of myself because I want to live a longer life, (laughs) for one. Mm -hmm. Because I think once you live the lifestyle that we live in, you get caught up in 
the drinking and the partying, and some people take it to the next level. Yeah. I stopped at the drinking. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like Somebody said, yeah. oh, Buck died of overdose? No, the fuck he did yeah, not. Nah, nah. <laughs> he didn't do t- no drugs. Right, right, right. Besides Tylenol or yeah, yeah. <laughs> But even like, like I'll cut back down on my drinking. That's good. Um, because I'm older. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I got to be able to be active with my daughter so when she comes into town and whatnot. So. And be active, period. Yeah. Yeah, so you, it's crazy. You're young, you do the dumb shit, you get older, you're wise up. Do you find it difficult to, to like be sober in the club while you're working? No. Nah. Okay. No, nah, because... Um, I tried it and it was boring. It's not that it's, <laughs> it's, not that it's boring. It's just like... Um, this, this might be a bad analogy, but you know how you know some people smoke? Yeah. And they quit smoking, so they chew gum to balance it out. Yeah. yeah. Well, with me, you know, with the not drinking situation, I still drink here and there, but for not drinking, I'm clearly looking at the crowd. Yeah. And I see stupid stuff. Right. So now my point is the clown on that person wearing his badass dress, but you got on sandals. Oh my God. You know what I'm saying? That sounds like close guy. (laughs) (laughs) How did I know that? (laughs) Hey, bro, listen, being in LA, I saw a couple things. I'm like, yo, that's a tight fit, but you got on. Adidas? Yeah, come on, son. Like, that's a bad dress, but you got on Adidas? So, I don't know. Fashion is so weird to me right now. Like, women can wear anything and get in anywhere they want to. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Us, it's like, well, you got hose, you got, you know, hose in your jeans, you can't come in. Right. But the chick just went in with a hole over her kneecap and her thigh, <laughs> and she got in. But her boobies was out. Yeah, oh, exactly. my. <laughs> you mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely a double standard. It is, bro. Women could listen. I'm all about women rights. I'm all about equal everything. Yep. But goddamn it, there's double standards for us too sometimes. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's what's up, man. Well, shit, brother. I mean, I don't got no more questions. Let the people know where they can follow you and listen to the station. Can it can be syndicated? Uh, yeah, yeah, man. Right? Um, okay. Listen, I work for Wild Nine Four One. I do the Nut House Afternoon in Tampa from three to seven. I do my thing called lacquer. I don't say liquor. I say lacquer. Because I've heard people, my uncle was drunk one time, and still saying liquor, like, boy, give me some of that lacquer. You know how country folks do? Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, oh, Tay, Tay, the man, we're co-signing. Having a good time. So, catch me out. Get ready for loud on 7th, September 12th to the 15th. The website will be up in another week. Other than that, oh, Tay, Tay, Tay. Yo, shout out to you, dog. Uh, My man. LA. Hey, listen, boy. Get on it. Hey, we working, man. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Sleep is for Billionaires, the podcast. I am your host, Johnny Vegas. Buckwheat, oh, Tay, Tay, Tay. In the building. (laughs) (laughs) Stay tuned for more episodes to come. Thank you for watching. (laughs) (laughs) Had to take a little beat real quick for the edit. (laughs) Oh, shit.